What you're about to hear is an unedited recording of the actual moment that four IT business competitors came face-to-face at a new kind of business breakfast. Members of traditional networking groups may find some of the following sounds distressing. Welcome to 4Networking. You're listening to Forecast, the monthly podcast of 4Networking, the UK's fastest-growing business networking group. I'm Sam Deeks. And I'm Claire Windsor. Together, we run Moocow Feedback Limited, helping people and businesses get the most out of feedback. We're also group leaders for the new Plymouth 4Networking meeting, pioneers at the edge of the 4Networking world. Forecast is about business, and like 4Networking, it's about building great relationships between people in business. We hope to bring you a range of features, items, news and gossip from the weird and wonderful and ever-expanding world of 4Networking. You'll be able to hear the voices behind the profiles and get a sense of the huge range of businesses that come together at www.4networking.biz. For networking is a unique combination of on and offline networking that welcomes everybody. No paper referrals, no business categories and no enforced weekly attendance. Now the astonishing concept behind for networking is that we can develop business by collaborating and building relationships, even with our competitors. Radical? Well, when you compare it to most breakfast networking, it certainly is. At 4N, business referrals are made between people who know and respect each other's business, not because they have to. With 1,573 businesses registered online for you to network with and the number growing every day, there's never been a better time to get aboard. In this month's interviews, we'll meet a company that aims to put trust at the heart of its success. We'll find out how a local business directory franchise gives small businesses top placement in the Google rankings. And learn how an Exeter-based charity is using networking to raise awareness about HIV in the workplace. And we'll also be dipping into the online world of 4Networking, reporting on the latest news, the most useful business articles and the hottest forum topics. Now for any new business, setting up, managing and maintaining computer systems can be a real headache. How many of us even know what goes on when they're working, let alone when disaster strikes and they go horribly wrong? And how many of us trust the people we have to bring in to fix them? Well, we spoke to 4Networker Ray Lockton of Black Box Systems to hear about an IT company that aims to change all of that. Black Box Systems, Ray. Tell us a little bit about what you do. Well, we're a computer company. And uh, I know there's a stereotype with computer companies that means we have to be nerdy and use lots of acronyms and be very difficult to understand. But we really want to come across as being plain speaking and to, to never use nerdy speak. And what sort of companies do you work with? What size companies? It's the small to medium size. If a company gets bigger than, let's say, 50 PCs, then it makes no economical sense to, to, to outside contract that. So our customers range from uh, 25 PCs down to one-man bands, anything like that. The trouble is there's an awful lot of hype around computers now. If you walk into PC world, you can believe this, this new Centrino technology, new dual core, you can do two things at once. It's very difficult for anybody to know exactly what to go for. The vast majority of office tasks, let's say email, internet browsing, word processing, the cheapest thing on the market really is good enough these days to do all that and more. 
What are the key issues for small businesses regarding data protection? As you grow a business, then you do start to need to centralise your files. You need to start thinking about encryption of those files, and you need to work on backing up of those files, making sure that you are um, immune to disasters. We've actually got a new product out now called the Black Box. It's something that you rent off us. It's very, very cheap. It means you can put all your files on it. Those files are encrypted so that no one can get their hands on them. And also, and this is probably the most important, those files are continuously up to the second backed up off-site. So even if the place burns down, you can go immediately back to where you were the second the fire started. Tell us a little bit about the person that set up this company, actually. I understand that you have a partner as well. That's right. I better mention him uh, if he's listening. The partner's called Jonathan Gaze. We actually went to school together, at Exeter School, in fact, so we're, we're both local boys. We've worked in the industry now for between us about 14 years. I think we're both kind of perfectionists. We noticed that a lot of things were just not being done right. So we thought, well, we can do this better. Why don't we start our own business? How long ago was that? We started in February, so it's 10 months now. It's, it's been difficult, but uh, we're certainly getting there. What's the hardest thing about running your own business? I think you really do appreciate being all by yourself. I think that that's the, the sense of isolation. Um, it's, it's such a scary world, and you think, people are competing with me, or you know, they're out to, to get me, but they're not. And I mean, certainly something we've learned through these networking groups has been absolutely fantastic, is that it's okay, even with a direct competitor, to sort of go, help. You know, uh, I, I don't know, what's this like? This isn't working, or, or we're not, this isn't working so well. What, what can we do? Ray, when did you come across for networking? It's actually two months ago now. It was Sarah Horn from Pulsate, and she said there's a, there's a new meeting starting up, so we thought we'd uh, pop her out on the door. Were you a member of any networking groups before that? Did you do any regional networking? We are, we are a member of pretty much all of the networking groups, so we really have uh, had a good experience you know, from the really big ones, Chamber of Commerce, um, down to down to the sort of business league, the sort of the smaller ones in this area. But one thing I think set for looking apart is just that it's fun, and it really does engender a very relaxed atmosphere, and that's really important. It means that, that you don't feel afraid to ask questions, or you don't feel afraid to make a bit of a fool of yourself, because that you know that's what we're all doing here. We're all we're all have a common goal. So it sounds like you're saying it feels a safe place to test drive. Yes, I, I have no problems. Um, you know, throwing a new idea out there to, to a, a group and, and, and also not be afraid to, to I'm not going to get bad answers back. You know, I, I know that people are going to consider it and give me good answers. And it's not going to be based upon what makes them look good or what makes us do, do worse. Like, I, I really have a feeling that people are being honest and saying, yeah, I want to help these guys out. Let's, let's see what we can think of between us and, and to, to help these guys out. So forecast for the coming year. What do you forecast for, for Black Bit? Yes, well, the first thing is we're changing our name. And this is a bit of a, uh, a bit of a, a bit of advice for any new companies out there. Probably best to check that your name isn't already in use by a large American corporation. So far, we've had um, entirely 100% feedback. Everyone's very happy. Everyone's really happy. So, we, what we want to do is grow our business, but without losing the customer service. I think that's a real danger. I think there's two things: getting the right staff. And this is always difficult because for a new business, it's hard to afford very, very good staff. Uh, and fundamentally, also is, is feedback. What's really important is that when that person does go to a customer, you ring them up. And I mean, the, the boss rings them up and says, how was that? Is, are you still happy? If you can keep that sort of customer facing, I think people are generally happy. Looking back, what one key piece of advice would you give new companies that are starting up? Ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions. There's so many things that you just don't know when you start a business. 
people want you to do well. People are very, very happy to give advice. So don't be afraid to ask questions and don't be afraid to cry for help. Simple as that. It's not, you're not being, it's not a sign of weakness. It's not a sign that your company isn't, isn't good and hasn't got a good premise. It's just that everyone has bad days. Now, for some people, business networking is about giving each other referrals week in, week out. Well, for networking isn't just about what I can get. And our next interview is a case in point. We talked to Four Networker Gray Flynn, Administrator of Positive Action Southwest, about how he uses networking to raise awareness about HIV. Positive Action Southwest is an HIV and sexual health charity. Uh, we're based in Exeter, but we've got offices in uh, Devon and Somerset. Um, we, we've got sort of two-pronged approach to what we do. Firstly, our client work. So we've got a client base of about 200 people who are um, affected by HIV. So they've either got HIV or they're a carer looking after somebody with HIV. And the other area of work that we do is uh, training and education. How easy do you think it is for people that have HIV status to come and ask for help? Oh, it's really difficult. Um, I had no experience of this line of work before I joined it. Um, I didn't actually, I don't think I'd ever met anybody who was HIV positive until I started working for the organisation. And the, the upshot of working for it is you realise that there is a tremendous amount of stigma out there. Um, the stories, the life stories we get from people who have been, um, whose families have deserted them, they've been kicked out of their jobs purely for contracting HIV. And, and I imagine that the stigma is not just in society, but also with employers. Well, this is a big area for me at the moment. Um, for about the last uh, year, I've been working on a, a European-funded project called Ensuring Positive Futures. Um, Ensuring Positive Futures is about getting out into the, uh, the working environment and um, raising awareness not only for employees, but also employers. I'll give you a scenario. Um, your best salesman on Monday uh, is making massive sales. He's the, he's the top draw man, top fella. On Tuesday, he comes in to see you and says, can he have a quiet word? And he discloses that he's uh, just had a diagnosis of HIV. Now, the question I want employers to ask themselves is, does that person suddenly become unemployable? What's changed about them? Well, what's changed about them is that they're probably not necessarily, but probably going to end up on some form of medication. And that's going to have some side effects. And what we would like employers to do is to firstly embrace the fact that um, people are, uh, that their employment status hasn't changed at all. But we might need a few changes in the workplace, maybe a fridge for them to put some medication in, and the odd day off to go to hospital, shall we say, for a checkup. How long have you been connected with 4Network? I would say it's about six months, maybe a bit longer. When we f first started this project with uh, speaking to employers, we decided it was really important that um, the small amount of time that we had, we used in the most useful way. Surely existing networks or new networks um, would be the place to go. You, uh, you've recently spoken to Ray Lockton from Black Box. Ray and I didn't speak on our little 10-minute conversations, but we walked into town with each other after a meeting a few weeks ago. And he just said to me, Gray, I'd really like to do something for the charity. And he came in and um, he looked at our computer systems and did this health check. And he, he did it for free. And he looked at our five or six computers. And out of that, we're now reviewing um, all of our internet security backups and, and it's something that I think is really important, that, that notion that, that things always happen to somebody else. 
Tell us a forecast for this coming year for you. What's it going to be like? I want to see um, a charity which has historically had this thing about being a confidential little charity. Um, I want to see it blossom, and I want it that when people think about HIV or sexual health, um, that they think of us. And when people have a question, they come to us. When the newspaper has one of these stupid scaremongering cam uh, reports in the paper, that in the first instance they'll come to us and they'll ask us for our opinion and, and expert advice. And if you had single pieces of advice for small businesses in the area? The most important thing with, with any business or set of people is that you go out and you network with people because you can then get best practice. And if you share things, you can also take bits of information from other people and you can make your policies and procedures better. So I think it's just that basic thing of communication. Go and talk to people. And, and what I've found with, um, with it is put aside all your own prejudices. When you look across a room and you think, oh, I don't think I really want to talk to that person, put that aside. Go and have a chat with somebody because they, they might not necessarily in their working life be able to help you, but they might have a hobby that, help, that dovetails into your life. And by talking, you make friends, and, and uh, that's really important. Four Networking is business networking for the 21st century, combining the power of a national online networking community with dynamic offline breakfast meetings that are spreading like wildfire. The simplest way to see for yourself what 4N can offer you and your business is to dive straight in with our free year's online membership. Just go to www.4networking.biz and start networking right now with 1,600 other businesses. Friendship, opportunity, unity, results. Welcome to 4Networking. So, what about this online networking community then? What kind of things do people get up to on the 4N website? We took a look back at some of the most memorable news items and the hottest forum topics of the last month. Some people in the news on the 4 Networking site, obviously Ian Turbo Driscoll, just received a diagnosis of OCND, Obsessive Compulsive Networking Disorder. Special gong ghost psy custance for uh, giving us all a, an impromptu lesson in how not to spam. A uh, special mention for Mikey of Smart Number for being the starter of one of the longest-running threads on 4Networking, the enigma of Mikey's wife's £2,500 to invest in a uh, franchise. Despite having been posted on the website about three months ago, nobody managed to convince Mikey's wife to part with the £2,500, in a, and apparently, as a result, um, Mikey's missus spent the money on a dining room table, I think. Hello to a few of the new networkers just signed up. Um, Nina's Nannies for Pets. Hello, welcome to you. Um, we've also got Best of Worcester, the Best of Worcester. Welcome to you as well, Andy. Uh, who else have we got just signing in? Um, Emma. Hi, Emma. Lots of um, backwards and forwarding on your website. Uh, greetings to you as well. Sounds a bit like um, Alan Fluff Freeman, doesn't it, Pop Pickers? Who else have we got? Um, we've got... Uh, the Personalised Chocolate Man. I wonder if he'd fit in your Christmas stocking. Uh, hello to you as well. Remember, everybody loves chocolate. Send something different. OK, I'll send something other than chocolate then. Now, we found one or two particularly interesting posts in the Business for Networking section of the online forum. 
Top of my list this month is Simon Bourne, um, otherwise known as Borny from Delta PC, and a post he made about sending computer data around your house using only the mains wiring. Now, when this came up, my hair stood on end, quite literally. Um, I got up with Borny on the phone the other day to find out just exactly how this works. Now, I apologise for the quality of this. I'm still working out how to record phone calls. Basically, it's a, it's a power adapter that plugs into um, a standard plug socket, and then you plug in your network cable from your computer or printer or uh, broadband router um, into it, and that uploads your network internet connection um, to your electricity supply. It, it sounds terrifying. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. To a man like me, who I I I go, I walk down the road and disconnect the you know the power grid before mm -hmm. I change a light bulb. You know, that's, <laughs> that's how I feel about electricity. How come this is so new? I mean, how come nobody's thought of this before? Um, they've been talking about it. It's, it's been they've been talking about it for the past couple of years, um, and it's just a matter of working out exactly how to do it, um, make it safe, um, and make it reliable. Um, the first ones that came out were very slow. We just received delivery today of some ones that work at two hundred. Um, so they're very quick. Wow. Used for businesses, so what kind of money? How would you how would you sell that to a company? I mean, what kinds of savings are you talking? Um, well, to to most, I mean, a cabling company would probably charge you in the region of three hundred to four hundred pound a day to cable your building. Um, you've then got um, switches and patch panels, not to get too technical, cabinets. Mm. So you're probably looking at a few thousand pounds to get structured cabling. Um, these will take as long as it takes to plug something in the wall. There's no software, no drivers, so, nothing. So have you had anybody turning you down yet? No. He's convinced it works. Uh, I'm still too scared to try it. There's another post from Brad um, in his usual understated tones. Brad predicts a 2,000 business membership by January the 1st. Realistic proposition? I caught up with him on the phone and asked him. I always set myself unreasonable targets for a laugh because I just think it's something that I like driving myself to these unattainable targets. And the 2,000 sign-ups on for networking is usually doable. You know, you've got a, a, in the last, I don't know, in the last 24 hours, I think we've had 150 people. And the, the word of mouth, you know, is spreading so well. 150 in the last 24 hours? Yeah, 150, yeah. I'm just looking at the stats now, 150, yeah. The, uh, the forum activity's on the increase as well, isn't it? Oh, it's nuts. And the thing is, Sam, I'll let you into a little secret. There's a couple of things that are coming real soon. We've got blogs coming, integrated blogs. And also, we're going to have this section which is going to be uh, virtual one-to-ones. So in the event of somebody like yourself, who's a feedback expert, somebody looks for business services, and they have all manner of business services, feedback expert Sam Deeks, last online five hours ago, logo there, uh, picture of yourself there, contact details there, request one-on-one. -on -one. And you're locked into a conversation, like a, a mini forum, if you will, a sort of private one-to-one -one chat nobody else is about, uh, and you can then do your business. I'd say we've just sort of the tip of the iceberg what you're seeing before networking, because I've got the old manner of maddened and uh, manic ideas. Do you think um, the, the rate of take-up at the moment, do you think, are you seeing it starting to increase exponentially? Absolutely. We've, we've seen exactly that, Sam. That is exactly what we're seeing before networking. It's... Um, that's amazing. And let's just see where we are in 12 months' time. As well as the online presence that you get with your free for networking online membership, there are a number of other opportunities for um, PR and marketing being touted around the forum. And a particularly interesting one this month was Steve of T3 Magnets. Steve's idea, instead of paying for the contents of his own sample folders, why not get four networkers to pay for them? 
I gave him a call and asked him where the idea came from. Steve, what's the response been like to the magnet uh, offer that you put out? Uh, it's been brilliant so far. Um, lo- lots of interest generated, which is brilliant. Yeah. Where, where did you come up, come up with the idea? I mean, what, what was the thought process behind it? Um, well, basically, we were looking at putting out sample packs to new startup businesses, um, including a, a sample of each size that, that we offer as standard. Um, I, I just figured some uh, people might be interested in getting their own magnets done and including them in our sample packs. It's a collaboration waiting to happen, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. You know, no, and the response we've gotten so far has been brilliant. Yeah. Uh, where are the um, promotional packs going? Um, well, we're going to be doing um, getting lists from um, Startups Plus, which is a su- subscription-based uh, business whereby they give you um, a set amount of businesses that have set up business over the last month. Um, so we'll get the list of businesses every month and um, we'll be posting out to that. But we'll also use the packs for posting out any time we get an inquiry from someone online. Um, we get lots of inquiries through our website, and people always want to see what the magnets look like before they order. Um, so we'll be using the sample packs for that as well. For Networking is business networking for the 21st century, combining the power of a national online networking community with dynamic offline breakfast meetings that are spreading like wildfire. The simplest way to see for yourself what 4N can offer you and your business is to dive straight in with our free year's online membership. Just go to www.4networking.biz and start networking right now with 1,600 other businesses. Friendship, opportunity, unity, results. Welcome to 4Networking. Getting your business to appear anywhere in Google search results is a daunting challenge for any new business. How can your website muscle its way to the top of the pile when potential customers are searching for the kinds of services you offer? Well, one way is to optimize your site so that it can be found by search engines. But what if you've already built your site before you heard about SEO, search engine optimization? Is there another way? We spoke to Linda Bennett of The Best of Exeter. Well, The Best of Exeter is an internet business directory. It's a national company, and there are over 270 best ofs that are in operation. What would be the advantages for businesses registering with the Best of Exeter? There are many advantages. One is the fact that the quality of the site speaks for itself, and we write the text of the adverts, or webverts as they're called when they're online, with uh, keywords embedded in the text, and my company pays for pay-per-click, which means that companies that are advertising on any of the best devs, uh, they come on the sponsored link side of Google. It does actually change from day to day, but yesterday when I looked, we were the 34th most popular uh, internet site in in the UK, and uh, we're outranking many very well-known names. Give us an example, if you can, of any companies close to you in that ranking. Well, Yale.com was 37th, and Tesco's was behind us, as was HSBC. What kind of indicators would I look for to convince me that the best of Exeter or the best of any town was the one to invest in? Well, we are different than most because, for one thing, we're not just a business listings directory but also because you're a national company, and that's where the clout is. We are actually out-ranking the others, and rather than just being locally managed, it's locally managed with the national backup of our headquarters in Saliol. 
We're up for the CBI's Best New Product of the Year Award, and the winner will be announced next Thursday, the 30th of November. You're not a native from Exeter. Well, that's true. Uh, I'm, I'm not from Exeter. I'm not even from this country. I'm American, but I have actually lived in, in, in England now longer than I lived in the States. It can be a, a, a good thing and a bad thing to speak with this accent because, uh, for one thing, people remember me, which means I always say that I have to behave myself because I'm memorable, but um, also with trying to promote a local business in the Exeter area, as I do, sometimes people think that I'm not local, but I am local. My heart and my soul is here, and uh, I absolutely enjoy living in this part of the country, and I want to do the best for the businesses here. How did you come to buy into the franchise? Well, I was teaching, actually. I was a primary school teacher and felt that I wanted another challenge, um, and I, was, I did a search on the Internet. It was uh, nearly a year ago, over the Christmas holidays, and I discovered this franchise. Exeter is perfect because it's a large enough city to really have um, challenges to get my teeth into and lots of potential. For networking, how long have you been involved with them? I've been involved since the launch in Exeter in June. I believe it was June 9th, actually. And uh, I came along because my colleague who runs the best of Taunton had suggested that I come along, and I was excited from, from the beginning. So you have two new ventures going on. That's quite a lot to be juggling. How do you cope with that? Well, I feel that the, the two are actually very supportive and intertwined and complementary with each other because I have found that the, the, the way that I am most successful in business is to network and also an offshoot of that is that I really enjoy putting companies together, people together, so that they can network amongst themselves, so that we're all stronger. What's your forecast for the coming year, for the best of? Well, my forecast is that it will continue to build and grow. I envisage having to outsource more of the aspects of the business and perhaps by this time next year, actually having someone in partnership with me running the best stuff. What would be the one single thing that you could give as a tip to any new businesses? Well, when I first discovered the best of, I was so enthusiastic about the, the business and thought that everybody would see it immediately. So I had a, a, a very unrealistic business plan put into place. And so what I would say to any one thinking of starting up a business is to be realistic and to remember that it's hard work, but not to be scared of it because it's very, very fulfilling and satisfying to put that work in and see that it's actually making a difference. That's all we have time for on this month's edition of Forecast. Join us again next month to meet some more 4N people and to venture further into the 4 networking world. Forecast aims to include more of you on the show. So here's what you can do. If you want to save the world from having to listen to any more of Sam's cheesy garage band music, then send your homemade music as MP3 files to forecast at fournetworking.biz. Email us with anything from the 4N world and beyond at forecast at fournetworking.biz. Skype us at call4nforecast. That's 
call 4N4Cast or one word whenever you see the show online to say hello and introduce your business. Don't forget to check out the show notes each month for links to any of the people and stories we feature. And if you're new to 4N and you've got 60 seconds to spare, why not register for a free year's online networking at www4, that's number 4, networking.biz. See you in January. Have a great Christmas.